Hey folks, if you've been tuning in over the last couple of months, you've heard all about the Game Time app and how I can save you some serious cash on last minute tickets to sports, concerts, and all types of shows. You might even want to use the app, say, this weekend if you believe the Kings can end this losing streak. Game Time is a place to go check it out. See if you can maybe find you a deal on a ticket. And, and as we all know, the prices drop right before the game starts. And the way the Kings are playing, you're probably going to find a good deal <laughs> sometime Saturday evening if you're trying to catch the Kings. Well, now game time is hooking you up for the holidays with a $10 credit. Here's what to do. Download the game time app in the Google Play or App Store. Click on the My Ticket section of the app. Create an account. Then under the Billing section... Use the redeem code, The Athletic. Once again, that's The Athletic. All one word for $10 off your first purchase. That's free money, people. The credit is only available to the first 1,000 people who use the redeem code, and it expires at the end of the year. That's December 31st, 2019. So make quick moves and score last-minute tickets. Where are you guys at as far as frustration level? You guys lost five in a row. You guys holding together? I don't know. It seems like we're all over the place. Coaches don't have everybody. Just a lot of trust issues going on, I guess. Uh, guys not, nobody can really stop believing in players, you know, so. It is what it is, man. They have who they have played out there, and I just got to be supportive. That's why I'm a team first guy, so no matter what. I feel like we should have won that game before regulations, but. I'm on the coach, so I can't say anything about that. What do you mean about trust issues? Who don't you trust? I don't know. I was, I'm a common player. I like to be on the court. That's why I'm on the court, right? I want, I want to make plays, make shots. I feel like it wasn't, I wasn't trusted for the past two games to be on the court. So as a player, like no matter what, I feel it's my job to go there and compete at a high level. And uh, guys know if I'm struggling or not, still got to ride the wave. Are you, were you surprised to get back in the game in overtime when you were? Surprised? I don't think they want to put me on. The reason why they put me in because it was down by three, I feel like. But So you need a three-pointer, they call on me, so I just got to do my job. So I'm here to do, do my job. Regardless, I'm a team first guy, and uh, so I got to do, man. How does that, that trust get prepared? Are there other things that you can do to maybe keep yourself on the court that you, you see whether it be defensively or things like that? Everybody getting scored on, so you can. So defensively, everybody getting scored on, so you got to come with a different excuse for me. But do you feel like there's something you can do to repair the trust you're talking about? Or? Uh, you can make shots, but everybody's missing shots, so what it was, I don't know. You tell me. You feel like you're being singled out? I never said that. I just feel like one of the better players on the team. I, I should be in the fourth quarter trying to help my team win regardless. That's why I'm here, right? How much of a gut puncher, I don't know how you would call, is losing both De'Aaron two minutes into the game and then Marvin later in the game? Uh, yeah, Marvin, had a, he's had a role in two. He was, he was they're really important what we do. And uh, like I said, Marvin had a good game. You know, Fox can get hit all early. You know, we need him regardless. You know, you tell how his speed and and this way he attacked downhill and stuff like that. But like I said, man, when those guys that we still got to be next man up, step up. And uh, we didn't do that tonight. So, you know, me and Bogey got good cracks at it. You know, it's, it's still got to win the game, no excuse. But it is what it is, man. Just one of those days. Your coach talked about the fact that it's, it's not a magic trick or anything. You got to come to work tomorrow and, and work on things. And are you looking at things specifically or more of a general sense when he says stuff like that? 
and he's right. I mean, it's his job. You can't dwell on his NBA. You have another game tomorrow. I mean, uh, Saturday, so you have to prepare for that. You can't dwell on this one. You got to try break the ice and uh, try to get one on Saturday. What is it that you think is going on with your shooting? Is it just a slump? Yeah, it's not, man. It's, like we, it's just a bad one right now. It's just not shots I really usually make, don't make. Uh, it's not making. And uh, like I said, man, uh, it will come. I'm not worried about that. And uh, I'm getting good shots, so you just got to figure it out. Hey, Kings fans. This is Jason Jones of The Athletic. Your latest edition of Post 82, that was Buddy Hill post-game talking about how he's feeling right now following the Kings' latest loss, a 105-104 loss in double overtime to the uh, previously extremely slumping 1-11 game losing streak. Memphis, not Memphis, excuse me, Minnesota Timberwolves. That game was so tough to watch. Got me get my teams confused. Yeah, Kings lose. 105, 104, and double OT. Kings have lost five in a row, 12-19 on the season. And as you can hear, Buddy's not happy. So never mind all the, you know, we'll get the, we'll get the uh, transactional injury type stuff out the way before we just dive into this whole Buddy Hill situation for a little bit. Uh, De'Aaron Fox leaves that game. Back spasms two minutes into the game. Marvin Bagley leaves the game in the third quarter with a left foot injury. And so then where we, where does that leave you? Another game where a lot of just, ah, man, it's a lot to dive into. But like I said, we're just going to go ahead and talk about Buddy for a while. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, Buddy's clearly not happy, but he doesn't like the fact that the last couple of fourth quarters he hasn't played. Well, he played uh, four minutes of the fourth quarter Thursday night. So and then he played uh, all the second overtime and about a minute of the first overtime. So in terms of trouble, you know, so Buddy did play late in the game. He just didn't play in the fourth quarter. and He felt like he should have been in the game. But um, the main issue right now offensively, Buddy's been bad. 20 of 78 his last five games. He was 6 of 20 Thursday night. Just uh, just really struggling with his shot. And then you add into the fact that in a lot of ways, he's been a defensive liability. And we can go back to that San Antonio game where even he admitted his lack of defense or his lapse on defense cost the Kings, basically cost the Kings the win. And since then, you've seen... Luke Walton pulled Buddy out of games late for defense. And that's obviously a give or take thing because you want Buddy's uh, threat of an offensive player out there. But the defense has been so bad at times, it's clear that the coaching staff doesn't have any faith in him on that end of the floor. So in that case, Buddy is right. So I'm going to do say, is Buddy right? Is, is, is Buddy right? Does he have a... a a legit gripe right now but he is right in this sense there is a lack of trust especially on defense and i will say this though buddy has earned that lack of trust on defense i mean it's that's really you really can't dispute that buddy has earned that should buddy be on the floor for his offensive um his, his offense absolutely but 
when you're struggling the way Buddy is struggling and you add into the concerns about his defense, it's hard to play him. I mean, it's quite simple. It's hard to play him. And as much as I think I like Buddy, everyone likes Buddy, you know, it's uh, it's a it, right now. There's got to be some uh, self reflection on this. There's got to look be some look in the mirror and say, "What can I do better?" I even asked Buddy during that meeting scrum. You know, could he play better defense? His response was, "Well, nobody's playing defense. That's not that's not the answer of a leader. That's just let's be fair. That's not the answer of a leader. No one's playing defense. So rather than you know, when when you're asked about yourself and what you can do better, your reaction is, "Well, they all suck at it too. That's not." That's not what you, you know, hey, like I said, so Buddy can be right for how he feels, but also wrong with how he's dealing with it. You know, to throw the rest of the team under the bus and say, hey, they don't play defense either. By the way, it wasn't like Minnesota shot the lights out last night, so that wasn't the issue. So, but, you know, so he's uh he's absolutely, you know, well within his right to feel how he feels. I understand that he's a competitor, but. You can't do that. You know, you can't go back with and say, well, no one else is doing it. So you need a, you need a better excuse. And then to constantly say, I'm a team guy, I'm a team guy. But then go back to what you weren't allowed to do in the game and make it about you. It's a contradiction. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, he said he wants to be on the court and help the team win. Everybody wants to be on the court to help the team win. That's not an that's not an exclusive thing. Everybody wants to be on the court to help, but for to, to make it about, well, I could have helped. And he, I agree, but he could have helped, you know, could Luke have put him back in the game sooner to maybe space the floor, give them another offensive threat. Yes, definitely. There's no, there's no doubt about that, but I just don't agree with the way buddy handled that. This wasn't a thing where like buddy was asked, do you not trust the coach? He just came out with, I don't, I don't, they don't trust me. And like I said, on one end of the court, he's earned that lack of trust. And the way he's been shooting lately, he doesn't have a you know a leg to stand on, so to speak, as far as why am I not in the game? So I mean, so you got you got that part of it. And here's the thing: the other part of that whole debate about the coaches don't trust me. Uh, first overtime, Buddy gets in the game. They draw up a play to get him a three to tie the game to force the second overtime so clearly there's not this hatred of buddy and then let's go on to the second overtime buddy has the ball with a chance to win the game luke walton doesn't call a timeout trust buddy to make a good decision you get the ball with about 10 seconds to go buddy runs the clock down takes a shot at the buzzer a three that he misses you know, and then after the game, Luke Walton comes out. And, you know, one thing about Luke that we've seen, kind of like Dave Yeager, he's never going to publicly kill his player. But, you know, Buddy misses a three at the buzzer. They don't have a chance at an offensive rebound. You don't get the ball near the rim to maybe get a foul. You're only down one. If you shoot earlier, you have a chance at an offensive rebound. Or if you don't get the rebound, you got a chance to foul, force some free throws the other way. And still get another, maybe get another possession, a chance to tie the game again. I mean, there's a lot that you could have been critical about with Buddy on that last possession. Did he get a look he liked? Yes, but he didn't make it. And there's and and and, and he was open to be cr- criticized. And I even asked him, "Would you do anything different?" His attitude: "I just missed a shot. I just missed a shot." 
you know, no, hey, I'm, you know, no kind of no self-reflection about, well, could I have done anything different? No, I just missed a shot. It happens. See, you know, I don't think what Buddy's not hearing is basically the contradiction. She can't say, I want to be a leader. I'm a team first guy. I'm a team first guy. You, you, you can't say, I'm a good teammate. I'm not selfish. They're not saying I'm selfish. It's not on you to determine that you're not selfish in this case. And it, to me, this kind of speaks to a, a few bigger problems. I even wrote about it. The lat, uh, this is the second, you know, sometimes you, you can say, well, maybe lat, there's some things are maybe a one, one off type thing. Now, we're on coach number two now that has had issues with Buddy in terms of his decision making and whether or not they trust him. People forget, you know, but Dave Yeager had his issues with Buddy as well, and Buddy didn't like Dave. <coughs> and it just wasn't that long ago that Buddy was going out of his way to praise this coaching staff and how great they had been. And it was so much different and better than last year. And you don't look like a good teammate when the the staff is no longer great now because you're not getting your way. And that's what we got right now. He's not getting his way. And yes, the team is losing. So no, I'm not disputing his reasoning or his right to be angry. But when a team is losing, and what you say amongst yourselves is whatever, you know, if you got a beef with the coach, I understand you having a beef. It's not, this wouldn't be the first time Luke Walton's rotations have been criticized. So, you know what? <coughs> Excuse me, still got a little thing in my throat from uh, whatever little bug I had over the, um, over the, uh, a week or so ago. But you don't handle it by just saying, you know, me, 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 me. They don't trust me when the fact is, they trusted you and you had chances to win the game in overtime, second overtime. You were in there. So don't whine about, well, I didn't play the eight minutes of the fourth quarter. Don't whine about that. Let's talk about what you did when you were on the court. And when you were on the court, yes, you hit some big shots, but you also missed the biggest shot of the game that could have won. And you left yourself open to criticism about your decision making in this situation. So. Does Luke Walton deserve to be criticized, questioned about what's going on? Yeah, but let's not act like this is all a one-sided thing. There's, there's, there's never just one thing. There's never just one player, and I don't think that uh, I don't think that Buddy's been singled out. I mean, people forget earlier in the year, Luke sat Buddy and De'Aaron in a game in Atlanta where they were playing like dog shit, basically, and they won the game, so no one complained. But you can't just you can't have it both ways. You can't say, "Yeah, we're glad he he did that then, but now I'm mad." Well, I guess you can because you lost. But there's got to be for this team to eventually ever become a good team. There's got to be more self reflection and more accountability, a lot more accountability. Yeah, it's easy to rail against the coach about, "Yeah, well, this was this was this, you know, this was you know this and this, and I'm not playing," but. The culture changes when players take accountability too. And yes, we need to ask Luke about, you know, why are you doing this? Why are you going to the sets where you don't have the offensive the offensive firepower? And he said repeatedly, there's times where he's gonna lean toward getting more defense on the court. 
And in this case, yes, I think he should have gotten he could have gotten Buddy's offense in. But what if you get stuck in a situation where, as they had late in the game, you've got Andrew Wiggins with the ball, and say you've got Buddy healed on him instead of Trevor Ariza. And here, I'm not here to be a Trevor Ariza stand. <clears throat> or say that Trevor should be playing 40, 30, 30 plus minutes a game. I'm not here to say that, but Trevor, yeah, Trevor, if you look at Andrew Wiggins' shooting numbers last night or, or from Thursday, you don't see Andrew Wiggins going off. And I, it's hard to argue against, in that case, having Trevor out there to take on Wiggins. And so, and Wiggins had a miserable shooting game against the Kings. Both teams' offense, they were miserable. It was hard to watch. I mean, let's be real. Both teams shooting about 36%. Wiggins was 4-19. And in that case, when you got both of them struggling, maybe Luke figured, hey, I'll take my chances with, if we get stuck out there, Ariza, at least Ariza or Harrison Barnes, or someone bigger is on Andrew Wiggins and not arguably my worst defender. And like I said, this is not, not here to be in Ariza stand. Ariza had a wide open three that he missed where the defense stayed with Buddy left Ariza wide open. And he missed. But it wasn't like, you know, there's no guarantee Buddy would have made the shot with the ball anyway. I would have given the ball up to Buddy in that case. But hey, he had a wide open look. He just missed it. And... I'm not like I'm not here to just kill Buddy and make us you know Buddy this Buddy that Buddy the bad person. Buddy's not a bad person. Buddy wants to win, but there needs to be some self reflection in this situation too. It's not all just about the coach and the coaching staff is out the, is against me and they don't trust me. Ask yourself why don't they trust me? You know what has happened? I mean, you have a guy who admitted in the game in San, down in San Antonio earlier this month that. Hey, I just messed up. In a game where you're up by three and you're defending a three-point shooter and you leave him for a three? I mean, come on now. I mean, you, some guy, you know, sometimes you earn the, the lack of trust. Kind of like a kid, you know. If you break curfew, your parents are going to be on you about, you know, they're not going to give you the same leeway because, like, hey, you know what? You, you already burnt me with that. So, man, this is, I wouldn't call this the, to be the high level of drama, the worst thing ever, but it's got, it's going to have to be addressed. And what you can't have now was, like I said, this is the second coach now where buddies uh, had an issue. And before the whole thing was, well, Dave Yeager's a bad people person. And I'm not going to disagree with that. Dave could be a pain in the ass. <coughs> yeah, no doubt about that. But, now that you got the coach, the the people coach, the guy that you like, and and in in a lot of ways, some of the same issues Dave had with this roster are being repeated, in terms of who do you play, guys. You know, you're seeing some of the same things come up. So maybe in some case, it's not just the coach. Maybe it is the roster. Maybe not not a maybe. It is the roster. This team that was supposed to be so deep. Maybe it's not as deep as people thought it was. Maybe the organization and even the fans have overhyped the level of talent on this team. I've been saying for a while, I don't think the team won 39 games last season, but I don't think the team was as good as the record would indicate. I've said I think the team that finished the season 9-16 and 
is a much better reflection of what that team was than the good start they got off to. And they surprised a lot of people. But like I said, I'm an outlier, you know, and I didn't think this team was going to be a playoff team this season. I didn't think they would even would all all likelihood even match the 39 wins last season. I thought that they would be a better team by the end of the season, but they might only have 35 wins. And right now, I'm not looking too wrong. I mean, yes, there have been the injuries, but there also the fact that a lot of this improvement the Kings wanted to see was based on Buddy Hill taking another, no, becoming better. Buddy statistically is a is not having is having a worse season than he had last year. De'Aaron Fox has been hurt. Marvin Bagley's been hurt. And the rest of the guys are just who they are. No knock on them, but there's no all-star on this team. There's no superstar. There's no one close to being an all-star right now. So a lot, there needs to be a lot of you know checking of your, you know checking of the, of yourself right now with this team, if they're going to figure out ways to eventually get this thing rolling. The big thing will be uh, Friday finding out the injury status of Fox and Bagley, and. To get out this off this skid, you know they're gonna uh, provided that Bagley's not hurt. I believe Bagley will stay in the starting lineup. So <coughs> a decision like that, you're already saying you're you're committed to, to development. Even though if it was about winning right now and just win, 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 you keep in mind you'll be at least in the starting lineup. But this, there's a bigger picture to this. Clearly, with the Kings, they need to see what they have with Marvin Bagley, and I'm not overall opposed to that. But let's just get real. You know, this team is not that good. Look, I mean, it is what it is. You are what your record says you are. You're 12 and 19. And until you get healthy, right now you're not a good team. No one on this team is above not being played right now because everyone's struggling. And we don't need, uh, one thing the Kings don't need is guys playing the thing, you know, of, you know, passive aggressive, you know, you ask buddy, are you being singled out? I didn't say that, but you kind of did say you're being singled out. If you're saying everyone else, everyone else is bad on defense too. So give me a different reason why I can't play. You kind of are saying you're being singled out. So, Hey man, it is what it is. Uh, Kings have a lot of work, you know, to do now, right now they're everyone's get right team, you know, they've become a slump buster lately. If you're struggling, get the Kings on your schedule. They're going to go ahead and get you a W. So, a lot to work on before the Kings get ready for the game Saturday against Phoenix. A game where they should. I'm not going to say they should. I know better than that. Let's just see what the hell they look like. Let's just see who they're going to have available. Let's go. See, let's just see if they have the toughness they showed. Shoot, just three three weeks ago. Can we? Let's, let's see if they have that in them still. Oh man, I'm done. I've exhausted everything I can think of with this team. Uh, Y'all know where to find me, Mr. Underscore Jason Jones on Twitter, Mr. Jones LBC on Instagram. I truly hope you guys have had a happy holiday season so far. Uh, I hope if you if you do celebrate Christmas watching the Kings game last night, having to watch two overtimes worth of that game didn't ruin whatever you had eaten the day before or kill your leftovers. Um yeah, well, that was a rough one to watch. So, y'all be good out there. We'll have updates on the on the web on the athletic dot com as we get as we get them, or you check my Twitter feed for what's going on with Bagley and Fox with their injuries. And I'm pretty sure 
Luke Walton will, you know, he's a former player, will say it's no big deal what Buddy said. You know, hey, Buddy's a competitor. You know, Luke's not going to probably kill, not going to kill Buddy. So, you'll say, you know, he's just blowing off steam. But if you're going to say those things, and I'm all for say what, speak your mind, say what you want to say. But if you're going to talk like that, you got to be able to, uh, to criticize yourself too. And I would, I would, I would have liked Buddy to at least admit that, hey, you know what, I'm doing some things that maybe makes it hard for the coaching staff to, you know, it just can't be. I know I'm struggling. No, I'm not making shots. Play me anyway, because I'm Buddy Hield. Yeah, no one on this team is that good to, to earn that right. There is. That, that, that's not Steph Curry. That's not no. There's no one who has a proven track record of years of hey, I can you know we play him no matter what. So I'm about done with that, y'all. Y'all be good. Take it easy. I will talk to you after Saturday's game. Y'all be good, and I'm gone.